Hello, everyone. My name is Christian Evans, senior news editor of the Augsburg Echo student newspaper, and this is the Echo Podcast. Despite this being only our second episode, we at the Echo have decided to spend the four weeks leading up to the November midterms interviewing individuals around campaigns and political movements. This week, I sat down with Mark Hazi, who is the DFL-endorsed candidate for county attorney, running on a message of significantly reforming the criminal justice system. This is the Echo Podcast. We're here with Hennepin County Attorney Candidate Mark Hazy. Mark, thanks so much for being with us today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. So I think what we should do first, um, before you kind of lay out your vision, is if I'm a student at Augsburg University or at the U, I'm really looking to uh, make every single vote in the midterm count, what do you say to someone that says, I don't really know how your office impacts my life directly? That's a good question. And the county attorney's race is one of those down-ballot races that people typically don't um, uh, pay a lot of attention to, but it is incredibly important to all of us that live in Hennepin County. Um, if you ever come in contact with the criminal justice system, you get accused of something or, or maybe even you, know, you do something wrong, you get convicted or somebody in your family does, uh, we have a system now where uh, in many ways we create more harm than we prevent if somebody's struggling with poverty or addiction. Um, we give them a criminal record in many cases. That just makes it harder for them to get housing and employment. And even if you don't have anybody who's been involved in that system uh, or uh, you know, aren't yourself, if you really care about how our neighbors are treated and you want to make sure that they're treated justly and that our government does the right thing, uh, it's an incredibly important race. The county attorney uh, is basically our chief attorney, uh, both civil and criminal, so they, they are in charge of deciding if crimes are charged or not for all felonies, for all juvenile delinquency cases, um, child protection, child support, civil representation, and all of those things have a huge impact on our entire community. And, um, you know, typically my, my opponent, the 20-year incumbent, has not been challenged in 12 years, and around the country prosecutors typically aren't challenged. And so I, it's really important that people have a choice, and in this case, um, you know, I think we have a choice myself uh, that will you know, work to turn back some of the problems in our justice system that I know we're going to talk about in a bit here. So you say that you're running against a 20-year incumbent. So based on the answer you just gave to what is the role of my position, how do you see that position not being fulfilled, and what is your vision if you do win in November? So the current county attorney who I'm running against, Mike Freeman, uh, he's, been, he's had two different sets of terms, one that started in 1991 at the height of the war on drugs, and he was essentially a general in the war on drugs. Um, that was, you know, both parties were ramping up and, you know, seeing how tough we could be on crime um, versus smart. And, you know, he opposed a lot. He, he opposed a, a state Supreme Court ruling that, that ruled that the disparities uh, between crack and powder cocaine were unconstitutional because they impacted people of different colors so much. And, um, and if, you know, if he changed a lot since then, I don't know that I'd be running, but um, he's, he's mostly, you know, when he's confronted with these problems in the media, 
Um, he either says he didn't know they were a pattern or doesn't, didn't know it was so bad, or he says things like, we don't have a race problem in our office. And um, there's just so much more that we could be doing. There's reforms in our justice system being, happening all around the country um, that aren't happening here. And so I'm running because you know, the incumbent just has not been providing the kind of community-engaged, um, proactive, and innovative leadership that we need. Augsburg University, where I attend school, is a in the Cedar Riverside community and has a very significant East African population, obviously the highest um, density of, I believe, Somali Americans in the United States. What do you say to students who may either um, come from families of um, either immigrant families or families from that community and say, what are you going to do to kind of protect us or serve us? Uh, in what capacity can you do that? Sure. So one thing we can and need to do is to make sure that federal immigration authorities, ICE, um, that we're not cooperating with them, uh, that they are staying out of our court system. You may have read that you know they're starting to arrest people in the court system, um, that they're not in our jail. Um, you know, and I can that, that are you know aside from immigration policy, it, that's a public safety issue and a, just, a judicial system issue. It's as the county attorney, and you know as part of that system, we need to make sure people who live here can interact and trust that system so they can report crime and that they can have, you know, things like family law matters taken care of. Um, some specific things that uh, the county attorney can do and I will do are um, we can look at, you know, somebody, even a legal resident, can de be deported for what most people would consider a fairly low-level crime, and we can tailor um, charging and sentencing so that there is, you know, to consider those consequences. Um, uh, we can also... I'll, you know, I'm, I plan to reform our cash bail system for so fewer people are held in jail for low-level offenses and fewer people get criminal records for low-level drug offenses, which are things that could subject somebody to deportation. And then finally, you know, I'm, uh, I've spent a lot of time uh, with the Somali community, um, and I know that one of their biggest concerns is when their kids get in trouble, you know, it's, it's not unusual that a second generation will struggle with, you know, integrating into the community and they'll get into more trouble. When they get into trouble, they, they want them to have consequences but not be held back for their, you know, the rest of their life. And some of the things I've worked on, I'm keeping juvenile records private that aren't private now, um, making sure we're not putting kids in detention unless we absolutely have to, and, and really just getting them the support they need rather than, again, creating some kind of a criminal record that's going to hold it back indefinitely. That's, that's a real major priority of mine. Absolutely. Um, for local races, because I think the kind of narrative around the midterms has been how excited are young people, how excited are college students, how do you think that manifests itself at either the local level or the level of your race in terms of um, excitement or enthusiasm from people my age and people who are in college? When um, people learn about their choice in this race, um, we're finding that regardless of their age, they're getting super excited. but. Um, I'm also excited because, you know, as I've been working on criminal justice reform for the past, you know, decade and just started getting, you know, working in it about 20 years ago, um, young people in particular I see are getting more and more um, uh, fed up with how our justice system works. And uh, so, and, and also people of color because we have some of the highest racial dis disparities here in Hennepin County. And uh, this race is a real opportunity to do something really significant about that. And it's, you know, in a time when we look at the federal government and, you know, despair, 
um, many of us, m most of us, I, I assume here, um, this race uh, and, and the local, other local elections are an opportunity to really make an impact. And the, uh, you know, again, having a, a choice in our county attorney for the first 12 year, year, time in 12 years. And there's actually this national movement of electing more reform-minded um, prosecutors who are looking at these things differently. Um, it's, you know, it's an exciting opportunity to really make a difference. What is one thing outside of politics to kind of wrap up that you want voters to know about you? Outside of politics, I want voters. I know that's to a tough one. So me. either yeah. whether it be well, a hobby or yeah, uh, you know, I have two teenage kids. My daughter's about to go to college. Um, the, uh, my son goes to South, and my daughter is um, doing online school this year, and going to do some traveling as well. Um, I grew up in Brooklyn Center. I had a mom who was a single widow who had uh, me and three siblings, and she worked really, really hard and. Uh, I was fortunate. I got into a lot of trouble as a kid, but I was fortunate to get some positive role models and get into some positive things and kind of turn things around. And uh, and when I learned when I got older what the justice system was doing to some people, um, I you know I saw the opportunities I had, and I couldn't stand that other people were not getting the same type of second chances that I got. And uh, you know it's, I'm kind of bringing it back to the race here, but. You know, those that it's important for people to know sort of my motivation, and then my motivation comes from not because, of, you know, I want to be in office or I want to be a, a elected. Uh, it's because um, I really care about these issues, and I've been working on them for a long time. And this is a way for us all to come together and uh, create a better justice system for all of us. Perfect. Well, Mark Ozzie, thanks so much for having a conversation with us today. Uh, we really do appreciate it, and uh, best of luck in November. Thank you. You're welcome. I was happy to be uh, be here. Once again, thanks to Mr. Hazy for sitting down and talking with us. For more information on Mr. Hazy and his campaign, you can visit markhazy.org, that's H-A-A-S-E, and follow the campaign on social media. In addition, a debate between Mark Hazy and current county attorney Mike Freeman is scheduled for Tuesday, October 9th at the Minneapolis Urban League from 6 to 8. That event will be hosted by Black Votes Matter, MN. This has been the Echo Podcast, now on Apple Podcasts. Feel free to subscribe, rate, and review us. A big thanks to Winston Heck for producing the music. And as always, don't forget to follow the Echo on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and pick up your copy of the Echo every Friday around campus. Thanks for listening. We look forward to the next conversation.